0: This Torah class is brought to you by TorahAnyTime.com. If you remember, we were discussing this case in Bavakamah of David Hamelech. He's fighting against the Pelishtim. The Pelishtim are fighting in the Jewish fields. And the, um, the problem was could David Hamelech burn down the fields, scorched earth policy, in order to, um, to kill the Pelishtim who are out to kill him? And they said back, normally you can't do that, um, but because you're a king, then you've got special, uh, special rules apply. We discussed, uh, what's his name, the Kaiser marching into Ushalayim, and they were smashing down the walls of the old city of Ushalayim, which till today have this breach in them at the Jaffa Gate, um, which cars now go through, which was the Kaisers, the to um, go through on horseback. Um, now, so there was a special dispensation for the king to destroy other people's property. Rashi says, therefore, you would not be allowed to steal in order to save a life. Because David HaMelef wasn't allowed to do it. It's only he was allowed to because he was a king. Were he to be a commoner, he would not be allowed to steal to save a life. Obviously, we need to understand this. Daeshit says, what are you talking about? That was not whether you can steal to save a life. The question is, do you have to reimburse? Is there a monetary obligation? If you burn down someone's field in order to kill the people that are there which you're allowed to do, because the Pekuach Nefesh, do you have to pay for the field, or do you not have to pay for the field? The Shulchan Aruch says, you're allowed to steal in order to save a life, if you have intention to reimburse. That's uh, that's somewhere we got up to. Now, according to this opinion, which seems to be of the Halacha, that you're allowed to steal with intent to reimburse to save a life, it would seem that you're allowed to violate... Ben Adem into interpersonal mitzvahs in order to save a life. Okay? That would seem to be, seem to stand to reason, if I can break Shabbos to save a life, then maybe I can do other things to save a life too. I can violate mitzvahs Ben Adam L'Chaveiro. However, surprise, surprise, it's not so simple. Um, He's discussing, he's discussing the situation, can we, let's say, you've got a Jewish guy, drops down dead of a certain condition, a rare condition. Um, And in order to save the life of someone else that has a rare condition, who has not yet died, we would need to perform an autopsy on the deceased. Are you allowed to perform an autopsy on a dead person who died from a certain condition in order to save the life of someone who's alive? Well, what would you say? Yeah, yeah, yeah. So you don't say, yes, because if I can kill to save a life, then maybe I should be able to you know, desecrate the body of someone who's already dead in order to save a life. That's a, that's a reasonable thing to say. Yeah. Except that Rav Yaakov Ettinger isn't so sure. He says that maybe what's what's with Rashi. Rashi says you can't take someone else's property in order to save a life. And... Pikuach Nefesh, important as it is, cannot override the, um, the honour due to the deceased at the prohibition of desecrating his body. And more than that, what did Tosus say? When, I, um, when I, um, I steal, what do I have to have intention to do? Repay. Repair. How can I repay someone? We've chopped up the guy's body. So how can we repay them? We can't repay them. There's no restitution after death. So the Rav Yaakov Ettinger, the um, late um, 19th century German rabbi says, you can't do it. You can't do it because we the Kuntarashi and the to Kuntarosis. You would not be allowed to do such a thing. Now, obviously, it is somewhat counterintuitive, but based on what we learned in the Gemara, where you can only take, David, David could only take the property, could only burn down the field because he was a king. Had he not been a king, according to Rashi, he wouldn't have been allowed to do it. According to Tosus, he would have been allowed to do it. How do you make restitution? So according to both lines of reasoning, you wouldn't be allowed to. Again, the person can't give consent. And more than that, you're telling. Would you tell me that the dead person now is a roidev? Yeah. It's a bit far. It's a bit far fetched to say that a dead person. Um, it's not like a dead person can give consent anyway. We need to weigh up. Can we give implied consent for this dead person or not? Okay, that's it. That's his opinion. Obviously... Would his, rel- would his relative's views be taken into account? The dead owner, to own the body. Else, but, isn't it, but the fetus too doesn't have a give consent, but we say he, he, the fetus... No, it. there, the fetus is a straight out Rider. But he can't give consent. He doesn't have to give consent. I don't know. If I'm running after someone to kill them, I'm not necessarily giving consent to die. Consent doesn't come into this. But what it might do, it might do, we'll see why. Okay, now. Shremer Kluger, who was another another Akra and lives a similar time, he he also he he, he can't get this opinion of Rav Yaakov Ettinger. He says, well, it doesn't, it doesn't make sense. Like you were saying, it's counterintuitive, it is counterintuitive. Okay? Oh, uh, no, sorry. Disagree. Sorry. He does. T- he takes an opinion similar. He takes an opinion similar <coughs> to, um, to Rav Yaakov Ettinger and says this. Why can you, why can you violate certain mitzvahs benadzim al Khavera, interpersonal mitzvahs to save a life? Because the Torah, sorry, it yeah, was Why can you violate Shabbos in order to, um, to save a life? Why can you violate Shabbos to save a life? Because the Torah allows you to the Torah was, forgave you, as it were. Why can I eat a lobster to save my life? Yeah, we've got it in there. Okay, we can eat lobster to save a life. It's really because I was hungry. Right? It was because of Nefesh. We can eat the lobster to stay alive. Why? Because the Torah says, we'll forgo the prohibition. The Torah is Michael. But one second, when it comes to, adam um, when it comes to financial matters, the Torah doesn't have the right to do that. It's my property. The Torah doesn't have the right just to keep, to to say, to be to be moichel on behalf of the owner. If the person says, "Okay, scorch my field," then fine. If he doesn't, then how can you do that? And the other person must agree. Now, if he's going to be reimbursed, we assume that he'll give consent. If he's not going to be reimbursed, who says he's going to give consent? No, may not be. Therefore, how can you do it? Meaning, meaning. Can I steal from you in order to save his life? No. Right. Well, if you know you're going to get the money back tomorrow, we can assume you'll say fine. If you know you're never going to get the money back, can I rob you of a million quid to save his life? Who says? Like, if you if you let me, then fine. If you don't how let you, me, how, you, do, how I do I rob from? Surely a life is worth more. Than would me. you again? How, how would would you? Can, can I steal a million pounds off you to save a life? Okay. Not I'm saying, saying, but not saying half, saying, make it half a 1000000 <laughs> <laughs> again: if I'm going to take the money and I've got the means and I will pay it back, then we understand that an average normal person would say, "Fine." Okay, you say a million down, but that—that's that's a, a lot of money. That's a huge amount of money. Ah, okay. Din protoke din elef. Meaning, when it comes to financial things, we don't distinguish because then where on earth would you put the line? I can't. Because, well, now we do. We do as an honor a person who is put. There is, a, there is a monetary value put on his poverty, isn't there? Maybe, maybe. But again, can I steal from you to save his life? What about the guy on the ship? the, the example last week, the guy on the ship. There he was a... There on the ship and he was... There, No, there, there it's different. There he was a... Here we're just finding some old grandma crossing the street. will mug her. Take her take a purse. for the old grand. Yeah, yeah, well, we'll we'll <laughs> nick her we'll nick her purse they and pay. Her. We'll nick. we ni- oh, we never know. She was, she was, you know, she was getting to selfridges, and it was still a luxury watch that she's wearing. They do that. Yeah, I know they do it. Right? They're waiting, they're waiting. And she's wearing a luxury watch. We'll nick the luxury watch, um, and make and, and say and say the person's life, can you do that? And they're saying the answer is no. Were yeah. they to give consent? Fine, even if there's implied consent, you can't just make up an implied consent. Now no. is it a question of degree of how how much the amount is I mean, say if it was like well, I'm not 10 sure. pounds, I, Maybe you more. might say there's implied consent. You might not, but you'd have to figure out where to put the line. Let's put it at a level where there isn't implied consent, because otherwise it's not it's not really a shilo. But you know, you can make a case both ways. Now, we're all struggle we all struggling with this. This does not sit well with us. In as much as and I understand. Right? Um, murder right, is also one of the cardinal transgressions. Okay? And I can't violate any mitzvahs by daradun the So, why do we need a special exclusion for murder? Meaning, I cannot kill him to save him. I can't kill Riven to save Shimon. Agreed? Right? Now, if I can't nick money off Riven to save Shimon... Why did the Torah need to tell me that I can't kill him in order to save him? That's obvious. One life is equal to one life. But, I, yeah, but again, I, I'm not allowed to steal from Reuben to save Shimon, right? Yeah. So I certainly shouldn't be allowed to kill him in order to save Shimon. Yeah. Right, so why did the Torah need to say specifically that I'm not well, allowed to kill he's him? He's the one killing him. No, but the Torah the told me specifically that I'm not allowed to kill him in order to save him. The Torah wouldn't need to do that. If I can't steal from him, I certainly can't kill him. Right? It's a fair question. The terror wouldn't have needed to single like it out. If I can't nick the guy's wallet, I can't shoot him in the head. Okay, now, and then, I think this 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 idea will kind of unlock the concept a little bit more, because again, what are we saying? Can I violate interpersonal mitzvah in order to save a life? And that's going to have major, major, major ramifications, left, right, and centre. Okay, um, in the case of murder, right? What was that case? The terrorist comes in and says you know, uh, puts a gun to Riven's end and says, will kill him, or I will kill you. Okay? There's a direct threat to someone's life. Someone's got a gun to their head, and the only way they can stop themselves being killed is by killing somebody else. Right? they've got a gun to their head, and right that. Now, in that case, if, what happens if we change the uh, change the scenario? Where the terrorist comes in and says, don't kill him or I'll kill you. Steal his money, or I'll kill you. What be the din in that case? I mean, the terrorist comes in, right. right? Puts a gun to someone's head and says, "Nick that guy's wallet, or steal his luxury watch, or I'll kill you." So it's reversible. Would you be allowed? Would you be allowed to do such a thing? If you have attention to pay, to pay. Let's say I don't know. Let's say you can't. But insurance. Let's say he have not got to him, yet. Yeah. Let's <laughs> say there's no insurance, obviously. What would be the then? Logically, would I logically you'd say yes. Mm-hmm. Okay, logically you'd say yes. Now obviously says no. It's possible in that situation hmm. everyone would agree that it's permissible. Yeah. Meaning I'm not allowed to kill him to save my life, but I could nick his watch to save my life. Yeah, money's not as important as people. Oh, one second, but then what about the original case with David Tamella? Ah, oh, yes, but yeah. a... wait. David <laughs> HaMelech, were you not a king, wouldn't have been allowed to burn down someone's field yeah. in order to save a life. Field is money. Yes, and so stealing someone's watch. Why are you telling me in the case where someone someone's got a gun to my head and he's saying nick the guy's watch in order to save your life? We're all saying, yes, that should be permissible. I can't kill him, but I can steal from him. But why do the Gomorrah say that? I can't I can't um, burn down his, his field. And the answer there is it's possible that everybody would agree. Rashi would agree, and Teisus would agree. When someone, One person is being singled out now. You've got this nebuchadnezzar guy in the corner where the terrorist comes in and says, steal his watch or I'll kill you. That person's being singled out. And his item or his money is being singled out as well. Okay, so now you've got to make a decision. It's his money or my life. Right? If it's his money or my life, where you've got something specific <clears throat> and designated, then you'd be allowed to do it. Okay? I learned it from the field, though. Ah, very good. In the case of the field, um, is, where, is where violating the Bin adam L'chavero is one means of saving the life. But it's not necessarily directly threatening the life. I've got terrorists hiding in the field. Right, there might be other ways of saving lives. Or I can burn. get everyone to run away. Or right now they're not causing a threat to life. They're hiding there later on, they will. Right? But when there's a direct one second, when there's a direct threat to life, then you can violate an ordinary on the chavira, you might not be able to violate murder. And that's exactly what's going on in Gaza now. Gaza, right? not Gaza for sure you allowed to do it. Right? Yeah, but the, the, the scorched earth policy, you don't know to get these guys. No, get the, yes. That, they know that they are, yes, they are terrorists. Yes, there, right? there you are. The case of David HaMelech was slightly different. You've got a Jewish, home, you've got a Jewish field, you've got people that are hiding in their haystacks. Am I allowed to do that or not? Okay, it's a slightly different case. Um, and there we said... If you're going to reimburse, then according to tosis, it'll be okay. Um, remember, war could also be different as well. Those of war, like in an actual war situation, could be different to like an infiltration. Now, there's a third opinion, and that is the Maram Shik. The Maram Shik disagrees and says, we follow Tosis even if there's no way to reimburse. Okay. Um, the only reason why we require intent to reimburse um, is that the reimbursement itself is not a life or death matter. And therefore, you don't need pikuach nefesh to override it. Meaning this. Okay, the guiding principle is you can violate any mitzvah except the three cardinal sins in order to save a life. Okay, and therefore, that's why, if I can violate, if I can do mur- if, I, if I can do anything apart from the three cardinal sins, I can break Shabbos, I can eat ham, I can do whatever I need to do, then I can violate Mitzvah Ben Adonai as well, which would seem to be the most intuitive opinion on it. Okay? Um, and it's just that the reimbursement is not, is not necessarily Pekach Moth. And therefore, if you can do it, you should do it. Now, what would this mean? In our situation, um, in our situation, going back to the autopsy for a second, you cannot say Suffolk B'Kuach Nefesh according to the first opinion, but you would be allowed to say it according to the Maram Shek. Okay. It would mean that um, according to this last opinion of the Maram Shek, who was a Hungarian rabbi, who was a Talmud of the Chassam Sofer, you would be allowed to violate a, pro- a, bin a prohibition in order to save a life. He gives a much more blanket heter to do such a thing. You could do the autopsy, yes, yes the person wouldn't want it, okay? but you could do that autopsy. So what basically comes out is you've got a makhweke like sakharonim. In terms of how we will go to the halakha, that might, every case will be different, but at least you should know there's a range of opinions. Okay? That's, uh, that's the first thing. You've just experienced another Torah class, brought to you by TorahAnytime.com.